welcome to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things yoga, relationships and well-being. And today my special guest is Jennifer Gilbreth and Jen has delivered hundreds of messages from loved ones who have passed on and these messages have brought peace, healing, comfort and empowerment for others to live life to the fullest. It's Jen's passion to empower others to explore their soul's journey and reclaim the truth that only comes from within. And this is the medicine of the soul. The medicine activates color, vitality and sweetness to life. It empowers us to navigate, embrace and thrive in this physical here and now. So welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited and so grateful to be here with you. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Thank you for getting up early as well, because I know it's not it's like the morning. <laughs> yes, it's perfect. So how did you kind of get into this and yeah, figure out that you could speak to others? Yeah, I feel as though, you know, ever since I was little, I've had this innate ability to just feel the presence of those around and as a little child, I would get a lot of anxiety. I was really worried. And as I got older, I tended to learn how this could be such a great opportunity. And so through meditation, through being still, through journaling, I was able to calm my mind enough to see that it could be a positive thing versus a worry scarcity. Because I feel like you see a lot of movies when people are connecting to the other side, it's always about connecting to darkness and scary and then helping people transition to the light. And so you know, I kind of based at first, I was like, oh, this is going to be scary, like all these movies, but it's been just really freeing and powerful. And I don't know, I just think that, you know, meditation, being still, journaling, and then honestly, just deciding to step into this, reclaiming that space of like, this is what I know I'm called to do. It's just time to step in. And so, yeah, that's kind of how it's been in, in my life. So it's been really a blessing. I've been really grateful for it. That's amazing. And how do you help your clients or what are your clients? Like, do they come to you with issues as in like pain anywhere or do they come to speak to someone? Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like that also varies because at first um, thing, it's almost like things have kind of transitioned and changed also in, in what I do, but a lot of people are really maybe struggling or stuck or they just want to know that they have a loved one who may be passed suddenly you know I have dealt a lot with um, self-inflicted death and so there's been a lot of people with unanswered questions they felt really heavy or just a lot of grief and I feel like that's pretty common is within any relationship right is we have our pros and cons and when someone finally passes it's all of a sudden there's this grief that can take on like oh, why didn't I do this? Or what about this? Or I should have reached out to them. And a lot of times people have promptings of like making men's and maybe they just push it aside. And then a lot of guilt arises. 
after a passing. And so it's really helping people find that, you know, that peace in themselves as well. Because our loved ones don't want us to hold on to that heaviness. They don't want us to hold on to that guilt or that shame. Um, Because of course, they're like in this higher space of understanding where we're still in these this physical realm where everything seems a lot more dense. Yes. So I've just found they want to help us in that space of healing too. Yeah, that's amazing. And how can channeling, like doing meditation and journaling, how can that change the relationship kind of with what you've got with yourself and life? And then how can it change with others as well around? Yeah, absolutely. I love that you always touch on relationship in your podcast too, because I feel like that's what makes humanity so beautiful (laughs) is empowering all of us in relationships so that we can be the very best and experience the most joy as possible and so really I feel as though stepping into that space of just self-reclamation really is where it starts and I feel like when people are doing meditation or being still or mindfulness that gives us the space to really hone in on our spiritual gifts So of course we live life with these five senses and in spirit, we also have these senses where we can see things, we can hear things, we can feel things, we can smell things. And so I feel like being, you know, in meditation or in mindfulness, it kind of calms the body. It brings us into the space of, of trusting, but it brings us back to our heart and our heart. If you think about like science, science has proven that we're not considered past or that one has died until their heart stops beating. And we see that in the movies, how it's like all flatline. They're like, call it, right? So that also indicates that our heart is our connection from heaven and earth. It's our connection from spirit into the physical. So when we're bringing ourselves into that space of stillness, it gives us opportunity to check back into our soul's essence. And then it opens up the door for us to actually experience our spiritual senses, which are our gifts of spirit and how we can move forward in that way. Have you experienced that for yourself? Yeah, I had a Reiki session um, at the beginning of the year because I've got people who listen to this podcast will will know that I have uh, severe hip dysplasia and I possibly will have to have a double hip replacement, but I'm working on not having that. (laughs) Mm. And um, I had a Reiki session a couple of months ago and when I was doing like the deep relaxation, the lady who's actually a friend, she had said that there's a female ancestor um, sitting on your left shoulder who actually was my auntie and she died three years ago from cancer. And she said, she's always with you. And the more you do your meditation and healing, the more she will come out in you. I was like, wow, that's incredible. Just by being in a meditative state and journaling. And yeah, I can just, I can feel that it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's just opening up the possibility in our mind because when we can do that, then all of a sudden we're aware of those things around us that maybe we weren't aware of before, or we didn't give ourselves time to sit with. And I'm sure even with her, with what you're going through in your body, she's probably also there to help you like navigate and still find happiness and peace in life. Even if you do have pain, just like she would have experienced. So it's like beautiful that she's even showing up when it's like you working through your body and working through pain in your body because she knows exactly what that was like. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so like, of course she would want to be there to help support you in that journey 
of finding that healing that's going to work for you. Yeah, 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 definitely. And do you find that a lot of people are a bit like, well, you're weird because you you talk to them or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a, uh, it's when people, I tend to kind of just like, I don't know, I guess I could be more vocal about it. But when I'm meeting someone new, unless I get to know them, I'm just like, yeah, I help people deal with grief. They're like, oh, so you're like a grief counselor. I'm like, I mean, I guess you could say something similar to that. But if it's someone that I know, I'll talk to them more openly about it. But yeah, I just have had so many people not be so open. And yes. it's just, I just am one who likes to not have a lot of discomfort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to me, I'm like, if they ask more about it or if they're more interested, yeah. you know, they'll it will come about in the way that it's supposed to, but yeah. I don't like try to press into it very much yeah. just because it's uncomfortable for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that with any spiritual gift too, it's, and I'm sure you've learned this as well as it's good to also set boundaries. So yeah. even when someone's doing yoga or connecting in, like if you're working with someone who has knee pain and you're very empathic or you're very sensitive, you could go home with that knee pain and be like, why does my knee hurt so bad? And so it's like setting up these boundaries. And so I also tend to really try to set positive boundaries when I'm out and about with people. Cause I don't ever want to be that person. That's like delivering messages, like unsolicited, because that's not yeah. like the purpose of it. And it's not always the most empowering thing. So I think that it's really good for all of us to always have boundaries with yeah. whatever it is in life. It's healthy. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. It makes you actually experience life more when you can have those positive boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so. Definitely. And why do you think people are being called or so many people are being called back to their ancestral roots? Yeah, I have been, well, really ever since 2020, I feel like so many people were forced to go within yeah, And it could have been a very beautiful transformation for many. And I also feel like a lot of us spent more time in nature yeah. because there was not this rust of like rustle and bustle of having to do things all the time. Like it was almost like, how do I help my sanity? I got to go outside. I got to move. I got to do something. Yeah. And when we connect into mother earth, we're connecting into literally our ancestors, our ancestors who were buried or released into mother earth. And they lived off of the land. They had sacred practices and ceremonies all catered towards honoring Mother Earth and bringing in the harvest, like as we're just celebrating, you know, the fall equinox, is they would have celebration of the harvest and and offer protection for the, the winter to come. Yeah. You know, like it was very cyclical and it was very connected into our roots. And so I feel like really since that transition, so many have been called back because they were forced into that space, but it's so needed right now too, because there's so much, like, there's so many generational traumas and heaviness and, and cycles that are just kind of like floating around us that are being ready to be released. And so it's almost like a time of releasing too, so that we can like really stand in our power and not through the eyes or the energy of someone who came before us. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, I love that. That's Can you picture that in your mind? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I feel like you're very visual too. And so I'm like yeah. almost like trying to project it into your space so you can see yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> what I'm experiencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because quite a few people have said to me, yeah, I, I'm very connected to the moon and that I'm very visual. And yeah, that, that so much can come from me. And everybody on the podcast, you don't have to say that. 
but everyone <laughs> says that they love my energy and it's really uh-huh. really nice to hear because because like we are we're in completely different countries on opposite sides of the world and I just right. I find that incredible that we are connecting and and yeah telepathically or however you say that and, and yeah I just oh yeah. it's amazing I love it's, it <laughs> it's beautiful so it's just like how we can have conversation our spirits can also communicate with each other and let us experience what we want to experience what we want to share in our spirit senses as well yeah. which I find so beautiful it's yeah. it's so empowering to just see like we are spirit and physical and we can experience both with with everybody and what else yeah. is coming up too is like if someone keeps having this person's mind or this memory or like oh I need to talk to this person or reach out or share these things Like it could be their soul reaching out just like you and me communicating in spirit as well, being like, Hey, I need some support or I need your confidence or I, I I really am seeking this information. And so I feel like it's really important that we follow those too, because that's part of how we can have that spirit to spirit communication more frequently. Yeah, definitely. And if someone was new to this and I've only been spiritual, I don't know, I suppose like three or four years maybe, but to me it felt really weird like people will say oh ask spirit for help and you'd be like well what does that mean (laughs) how and you just go well just ask it just ask yourself look in the mirror or do it in meditation and then people feel really vulnerable or just feel like well am i doing it right what's your answer to that (laughs) yeah that's an interesting question too because it's like kind of going back into that space of of what works. And I think that finding some kind of form of mindfulness is probably what I would say is the beginning. And of course, not everyone can sit in like namaste and meditation for hours, or maybe someone who is more high energy, maybe doing yoga is harder for them to actually like be in their body besides like having their mind race. Right. So there's different forms of mindfulness that one can experience that can be movement. You can listen to a positive song and just focus on one instrument in the song and listen to it like two or three times because it's training your mind to come back here. And the same thing, like if you're going on a walk, maybe you're one who's like really, really can't sit still. So maybe you're going to just listen to your feet walking on the pavement and just focus on that with your walk. You know, one could be creative where maybe it's painting or drawing or, or scrapbooking, whatever it is. Maybe that's their way of being mindful or a puzzle where it's something that gives our left brain because our left brain is so analytical, like questions things we can get swept away in the physical world. And our right brain is very spiritual. It's very connective. It's very flowing. So when we can give our left brain something to focus on. It can allow our right brain to really help us speak and to see and to understand. And honestly, I feel like that's how it gets started is it brings us back into that moment where we can receive answers or guidance, or maybe even just a memory of somebody. And that could be their way of showing up for you, letting you know that you're not alone and they're still here with you. Oh, I love that. Yeah, definitely. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. 
Welcome to Inside Timer, the number one free app for sleep, anxiety, and stress, with more than 100,000 guided meditations led by the best teachers from Great Britain and around the world. I am a teacher on this platform, and it is amazing for sleep, anxiety, everything really. So come on over and check it out. It's a free app, and it has over 20 million meditators on there. I have over 25 meditations for you to choose from, as well as the goddess academy of light course you will learn so much on this course and you have made the right decision to be here and be part of this amazing self-taught academy journey this is a self-taught 14-day course that you can take at your own pace everything if it is getting too much for you you are struggling with your relationships you're struggling with life this is one course that you need in your life you will learn how to meditate and journal so you have a clearer headspace to come at your relationship you will learn how to use eft tapping method for you to feel completely stress-free you will use breath work you will know how to sleep better have self-care and nutrition you will learn yoga techniques movement exercise for you to be able to move through challenging times within your relationship and for you to be able to survive whatever it is that life and your relationship throws at you you will also learn how to communicate with your partner better and there are so many more different techniques and tools for you to have the best relationship with your partner and yourself so come on over onto the insight timer meditation app it is free to download just search it wherever you download your apps from and i will see you there and what are three major messages the ancestors have for us because i suppose there's so many different ones that are out there but i suppose maybe there are maybe three just big ones yeah, I think that the first one really is about finding empowerment to live our life's path yeah. because we're taught so much that we can focus in on how we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to show up as, what we're supposed to look like and think like and dress like, where I find that our ancestors want us to want to help empower us to live life in accordance to what we feel we're drawn to. And if you think about that, right, is if you have a relationship, maybe you have children and you want your children to learn and to experience something different than you did. Maybe there's things that you're like, oh, I wish that I didn't do. And I want to just, I want to instill it in them so they don't have to experience that heartache. And our ancestors are very much the same way. They want to help us empower us so that we can live that authentic truth so that we can embrace being human now because time is so short. Yeah. And so it's almost like, this is why it's so important for us to actually embrace that because you never know when we're taken. We never know when our time is up. And so I think that's the first one. And the second one really is just adding a lot of empowerment and self-compassion because being in this body, being here in the physical world is a lot more dense than it is in spirit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's beautiful. I mean, we came here to experience it. But it can be easy for us to look at other people's success, look at what everybody else is doing, and then stop seeing the beauty that we have within ourselves. And so I think, you know, even finding empowerment in our life really stems from having compassion for ourselves. where maybe some days things are going really well. We have an amazing, solid day. And the next day we're like, man, I'm so exhausted. I just need to rest. And instead of making us wrong, like, oh, I'm a big 
fat slob all day sitting on the couch doing nothing. It's like, no, this is my time to refresh. And I'm going to like maybe listen to still music and like connect in, let my body and my mind heal so that I can be productive in my rest. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's incredible. And what does it mean to embrace the medicine within? Because I've heard that a few times, actually. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, which if you think back to going back to the roots of where we came from, throughout all of history, there were tribes and there were like villages of people. And there was always a medicine man or woman who was almost like the doctor, the therapist, the counselor, the spiritual guidance guru that took care of the community. And within that, you know, we ha- we see how there's so many different healing modalities that have been passed down from generation to generation. And these medicine men and women listened to the land. They did healing of the land. They healed the body. They healed the soul. They healed the spirit. And so really it's like connecting back into that space and, and every culture, every place in the world had a different form of that healing. And yet it was still very similar, but the way that they experienced or the ceremonies or the rituals that they had were different with the same purpose. And we all have our own unique flavor. You could say of this medicine that really helps us heal. It helps empower us so that we can like embrace and find the sweetness and the excitement to life. But also when we live in that and then we share with other people, we're also integrating even deeper, which then gives other people the permission to find the medicine within them. And it's just a cycle. Yeah. So that's how I would describe that. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And what are some suggestions for those that are navigating a spiritual awakening? So they, they aren't new to it, but they have, yeah, found empowerment from it. Yeah. I think it's important not to put, to put yourself in a box because it can be like you leave one box and then put yourself in another box of, of maybe spiritual practice. Maybe it's like, oh, I need to do this and this, and it becomes a checklist versus a flow of connection. And so I would say like, really, I feel like one of the main advices would be to, or advice would be to allow yourself to explore, have loving curiosity within life. And that might be seeing what someone else is doing and how that has helped them heal or help empower them. And maybe that's not right for you, but what lesson can you see in that person? And it's instead of it's like making someone bad or wrong or that doesn't work. It's like having this loving curiosity about life, because when we're curious, more opportunities arise and we're more willing to take them because we're like, sure, what the heck? Why don't I just give it a try this time instead of being so attached to how it is supposed to look in life? Because nothing that we think, I just feel like everything that I feel like is supposed to be a specific way, it yeah. always ends up not working out because yeah. I'm supposed to learn that it's about flow and connection and just embracing every moment. So I would say, you know, if you're in a box and you feel stuck, have loving curiosity to embrace what else is around you. Yeah, yeah. Because actually when I had my Reiki session, um, the lady, she said, it's like I'm in a box and that I'm at the back of the box, but the door's open. So mm. just step out, step into what I am supposed to be doing. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, because that 
that really, I just needed to hear those words. I knew that I needed to do it, but I just needed that extra push. And I think until someone says that, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like comfort, <laughs> like a physical confirmation of what you've been experiencing in spirit. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I love that. Yeah. I love that you even were able to step out into that space even more. And it's, and it's not like we have to have the end answer, right? Because it's yes. like, even for that, it's like, well, if I, if I step out of that box, but what if I don't have the perfection of the next steps? Well, if we're waiting for the perfection of it, we're never going to get anything done. We're going to be in a hold forever. So it's, that's part of the growth is the action steps, good, bad, messy, clean, all of it is part of life. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Because also I think that we are, we always live, I don't know what the word is, like we never live for now. We always worry about what the future holds. And actually that is all in your mind because the future hasn't happened yet. So come back to the now and be in your body now and experience what it's doing now, rather than actually putting questions or answers or whatever in the future. And and being more spiritual becomes that, I think, I think. Yeah. It reminds me of, I don't know if you've seen Kung Fu Panda, but yes. <laughs> the, the, uh, the old, I don't know oh, even what yeah, he yeah, is, but he's yeah. like, the past is the, like the past is gone. The present is unknown or the future is unknown. You just have the present, which is why it's a gift. Yeah. And I always, that's like one of my favorite sayings. Cause it's just so true. It that's just so is true. like, Oh yeah, we're only here in this time. We can't control literally anything. Yeah, but it's a moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so much easier said than done because humanity yes. and being human in these meat suits can be hard. Yeah. <laughs> but we're definitely not alone. There's so much support that we can experience if we just have loving curiosity to what life has to offer. Yeah, definitely. And how can we deepen the personal connection to spirit or ancestors, ancestors or divine? I think, yeah, I think that especially with what we've been speaking on, I just think it's setting the intention and like setting that time aside to have that. Because if we're so busy, go, 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 or if we're constantly listening to stuff that's um, like if we're listening to heavy music or listening to podcasts all the time, like it's so amazing. And at the same time, we can, or if we're watching TV too much or scrolling on social media too much. We can numb ourselves out from listening to our own inner voice. And so knowing that it's okay to take time to have those positive, those positive podcasts, positive music, watch those shows that bring upliftment, but also notice if it's, if it's become a crutch that we're leaning on so that we don't listen to our own inner intuition. And I think it's setting that time and that attention of like, okay, I'm going to have stillness or listen to music that's going to spark creativity versus like hold clatter or clutter in my mind so I don't have to focus within and social media is so easy for us to just be like scrolling and and become numb where we get to a stoplight or we're in the grocery store line or we're with friends and everyone's just on their phones watching TikTok videos and that's such a there's such beauty in that but at the same time it can be so disconnecting yeah. If we don't have the right intention. And that's the same thing with connecting to our ancestors or connecting to spirit is if we don't have the right intention, or we don't set time aside for it. It's going to be like weighted out with everything else that's competing for attention all of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and going back to like the energy style of it, um, whatever we're doing, like we're watching TV or listening to podcasts or scrolling on social media 
all of that is is absorbing into our own energy and like when, when everything happened a couple of years ago i just i didn't watch the news anymore because i could feel it myself i was getting really anxious and i was like no i don't have to listen to this i don't have to watch this it's up to me and a lot of people think why well, why aren't you watching the news I'm like why well, i don't need to because it makes me feel bad and why do I need to know about what anyone else is doing? It's all about going back into you. And then my parents were really like, well, that's weird. You shouldn't do that. You should watch the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the world needs your voice exactly how it is to then help make that difference. And and I know that there's this saying too, because my family's really big into like watching the news and all of that. And it's really beautiful to to hear and to listen and to see all of that. Mm-hmm. And personally, my experience, I was very similar to you where I was like, I just can't, (laughs) I can't just keep listening. It feels so heavy in my space. And I felt like in my space, my calling was to show how to find peace in in tragedy or in chaos. And so I was always like, okay, let's do some meditation and go live and like help people find that balance because it's so easy to get overwhelmed or caught up in everything that doesn't serve us that we forget. They're like, okay, yes, things are crazy. Things are hectic, but we're here. We're here. We're like an infinite spirit in this physical body for a reason. Let's remember that we can have both joy and we can be aware that there is darkness because that's part of life. Yeah. But finding peace. So I, I resonate with what you said because it was so true. It was almost so much, but yes. you can hold all of that in your energy system, just like ancestral trauma. It can be also held in your energy system. So being aware of that is so powerful. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And do you find that you are connected more? Like if you stand next to a big tree that has obviously a long roots down, you can really feel that. Like I'm a tree hugger. I love like hugging trees. <laughs> <laughs> have so you like, <laughs> yeah, have you felt like a tree communicate with you before? No. Or maybe okay. I'm not open to that, uh, but I want to. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's so cool because trees are so wise. As we know, you know, trees have literally been here for so long, especially like, like um, the big giant trees. Yeah. Like uh, the Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. I always think of like grandmother Willow. <laughs> yeah Yeah, because it's so true and so you know when you are connecting in and this is what I would you know like invite you to do too is when you are hugging your tree or touching a tree just like really slow your breath and you'll notice just like when talking about the energy around us you'll notice the tree's energy is a lot slower oh and it, it calms everything down but if you're thinking about that our trees I always like to just think of the trees having like a nervous system connecting to all the rest of the trees. Yeah. And on top of that, this might sound morbid, but this is just reality is our ancestors are literally part of the dirt. They're part of the ground. They're part of that energy system, that, that nervous system underneath everything that we experience. So when we do connect into a tree, we're drawing upon that ancient wisdom that has thousands of people's experiences also on top of the density and the deepness of the tree that experienced it all as well and so you can learn so much in that space for sure yeah wow I love that that's incredible I'm gonna do that yeah you (laughs) should tree in our garden (laughs) yeah the trust tree huggers I would definitely try just like and even like having a pen and a paper like a notepad yeah just like saying like 
okay, ancestors, I'm here. I want to hear what you have to share with me. What is it that I need to know? And, you know, touching the tree, breathing, just being in there, and then just maybe sitting by the tree and just like writing or doodling until you start hearing these thoughts or these words that just come into the mind. And then maybe just write them down as a way of channeling your ancestors. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. Thank you. And to sum up today's conversation, what are two topic points or two takeaway points from today? Oh, that's a good one. Cause we have (laughs) talked about like so much and I do love your energy and who you are. You're so beautiful. (laughs) Um, I would say that our ancestors want us to connect to them. They want to share their wisdom. They want to empower us to really feel that connection. So I would say that's the first one. And then the second I would say is have loving curiosity for life, loving curiosity to embrace what you feel drawn to or what you're compassionate about, what you want to create, what you want to explore. Like, why not? We only have this time right now. So why not do something that makes you feel alive inside? Because that's what we're here to experience and our ancestors want to empower us to also experience that as well. Yes. Oh, yes. I love that. Thank you. And where can we find you? What's your website or your social media channels? Yeah. So um, my website is blessedbyangels.org. And um, you can look, you can find me on Instagram at the modern sages. Oh, thank you so much. It's been incredible. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon.